nerd. 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 I'm not kissing a nerd. What is a nerd? Nerd! Holy crap, are we nerdy? Chapel. Do it, Chapel. Come on, get to the guns, Chapel. <laughs> Welcome, Nerdables, to episode 61. This week, Travis, Ethan, and I are discussing the Star Wars Rebels movie premiere. Get to the chapel. It's not, it's not a movie. It's, no, it's, it's not. It's a premiere of the first two episodes that was an hour long that they well, they called together. It the, they called it the uh You can call Rebels it whatever movie. you want. It's the first two epi- episodes smashed Apple together. <laughs> it's the first two episodes smashed together. Well, it's not even that, because remember, the first five minutes of this, they'd already shown as one of the shorts. Which was him going to the TIE fighter dude and helping him out, or no? No, which was them uh, stealing the cargo. Mm-hmm. Actually, well, they released, what was it, six mini? Six, yeah, they showed one for each character. Right. And I had originally thought, for the way it started out, I thought, okay, so half of this is going to be the shorts. Part of the show. And it ended up only being that first one they showed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It which was I was like thankful for. But what worries me is all of those other shorts looked like they took place on the same planet. Yes, they did. So... Are they going to be centralized around this planet? I hope not. Well, what the first season? Maybe 14, first, se- first yeah. season's fourteen episodes. There were only six minis. Right. So, it, worst case scenario, just under half the season takes place on the planet. Because we saw two planets. Okay, we should say right off the bat, there's going to be spoilers in this. We're we're ruining the show. So right now, if you have not watched the premiere of Star Wars Rebels, this is your only alert that yes. we're ruining the entire show for you. So. There were two planets that they showed in this that looked identical as far as landscape. Laughlin, mm-hmm. Laughlin, Nevada. Loth, no, not Laughlin. <laughs> no. What was it? I've, yeah, you I don't know. Forgot. I probably forgot. Yeah, it was okay. Well, hold on. All right, let's. let's you can look it up. So, but one, this, yeah, one of them was Tarkin City. Did you like Tarkin City, which was basically a refugee camp? Yeah, no, Tarkin mm. City was gorgeous. <laughs> I want to visit Tarkin City. The misery and depression in that well, concentration but that was, camp, and that's what it, that's what they were basically trying to insinuate that it was like a, in you know like a concentration camp. It's a, it is. Mm-hmm. It's not like it is. It was, and that's when they brought them all the the food and stuff yeah, that they yeah, stole, they which was the only difference between a concentration camp and this one was this was like basically an outpost out in the middle of nowhere that they forced all the farmers of that planet into, right. and no Hitler. And there was well, well. I mean, Emperor is Hitler. I'm coming. Well, okay. Well, I mean, so literally. Let, like, let's take it from. Let's no take Hitler. it from the beginning. The beginning of the show. We we the first thing you see is you see Ezra, which is the young kid related Aladdin. character. Oh, Aladdin. We've, we've deemed, Aladdin. Yeah, we've deemed him Aladdin. Yeah. He is Aladdin. He is. He's a la- They call him a street urchin three times in the show. Yeah. They call him a street rat too. He's a he's <laughs> Aladdin with with. He's even the got the same powers. Hair. He's still got the ha- same hair. Still the kind of the same hue. Kind of looks the same. I'm just saying. No, no. I mean, they literally. I mean, what are you trying you to stereotype at, them together? No. When you look at him, I, I know mean, it looks it, like there is a there is an like, Aladdin reference. It's seriously, seriously. I was Aladdin. I was waiting for a boo to come out somewhere, and so just, like jump on his shoulder. Abu? Yes. So Abu. did we? Did you like the the first opening shot with the star destroyer coming overhead and everything? Yeah, it was fun. It's a nice it reference was, and this to. Is, well, this was my uh, one of my first like kind of glitches with the show was I felt like. From scene to scene, it didn't flow. Um, it it kind of it was a little juddery from like scene to scene. It it wasn't like a perfect flow in the first half. Right. I think once they all got onto the ghost, like it started flowing a little bit better. But that first half, it was like kind of like 
hey, there's a giant Star Destroyer going overhead, and he's running into the city to follow There's kind it. of a lot of fanfare. Forget that, because that, 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 the, the Star Destroyer meant nothing. It was it was literally just a Star Destroyer. It, was really it had nothing to do with anything, and he's not going after it. We're just going to skip to a completely different part of cool the city. It was a cool shot. It was a great shot, but this is what I'm talking about. Like That first opening and, and the first few scenes, they kind of were a little jagged, and they right. jumped from place to place, and it, it didn't flow. Yeah. Once the show started going, there was. I mean, it's like it's like remember Force Unleashed where they where uh, Star Killer pulls the uh, Star Destroyer out of the yeah uh, out of the atmosphere. Yeah, it, it completely. It just it was a cool was shot. There was yeah, yeah. It, mm-hmm. it had nothing to do. Okay, so then we get past that. We get into the city. We we get Azra that he kind of has some force. Capital, capital city. Yeah, he he kind of has some force, you know, abilities because without himself really knowing it. Um, well, you see, he has that connection with the Kane. With okay, Kane. so right away they have this. It's this really cool kind of ghost whisper whistle howl that like right. plays over, and it and it immediately is. Oh, he's feeling the force. Right. I mean, it's immediately. It was like a spider sense is, type thing. It was totally spider sense. Well, what they did basically was because we're we're taking this from like an adult standpoint. You, if you take it from a childhood standpoint, we can recognize somebody's facial expressions and their recognition of something going on right. mm-hmm. and say, oh, something's happening with that person. Kids are not quite as adept to that. And so they added the sound effect to kind of hammer home the point of right. like something is happening with this guy but it was it was blatantly obvious he was sensing Kanan and Kanan was sensing him right and it was, you know it was very obvious from right from the beginning that you had this street urchin that seemed to be helping out you know one of the locals that was being harassed by the imperials but he ends up doing it just for himself mm-hmm. you know even when he was stealing the cargo thing you know it was just for himself remember he he calls off he, he calls the guards off to go to another part of the city and they leave the guy that they were going yeah. to arrest but he but ends up so taking he can get food, he, so he, he totally can get his own food. It's so. like the beginning of Aladdin, <laughs> right? I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to drop this because it's like, no, no, no. There, there are. If they didn't know they were doing it, it is the most blatant miss ripoff in the history. of <laughs> Remember, America. it is because Disney doing it. Th- that's why I'm bringing it up so much, right. Because the beginning of Aladdin is Aladdin running through the capital city, yes, Agrabah. and stealing bread yes. from the street vendors. But uh, but see what and Aladdin Ezra does. Is running through the city, yes. stealing fruit from the street vendors. But Aladdin actually gives uh, some of it to another little kid, whereas this guy just takes it for himself. That's when they're like, "This right. is going too far. We're too much like Aladdin." Well, right no, now. because you you so had to, to no, it. you had to have that personal growth throughout and, the episode because he does. And Aladdin fights the Empire's soldiers, and Ezra <laughs> runs away and fights off the Empire's soldiers. So I'm just saying, it's like... So the, are you going to say the, the genie's going to show up in episode four? parallels are a little heavy. Was that Obi-Wan? Was Obi-Wan Yeah, genie? Obi-Wan was the uh, genie. Obi-Wan was the genie. He opened the holocron. Okay. There's a genie. Oh, my God. <laughs> the first episode is Aladdin. <laughs> okay, so... So is you already you already gave you, you already gave kind of one yeah, of the... Is Sabine <laughs> Jasmine? She's got yes. like, the lion tiger on the one side of her. Uh, uh, Mandalorian I don't armor. remember. I don't remember Jasmine having a fascination with blowing shit up. Yeah, she's a pyromaniac. She loves blowing. And that was one of the things I wanted to get to. But okay, <clears throat> we'll skip. But we'll we'll bring that up. We'll, we're gonna jump all over the place. Okay, so yes, there were a lot of Aladdin esque 
moments. It's just kind of funny because when you, I mean, if you really want to peel back the layers, it's like, holy crap, they really, yeah. they really went after Aladdin mm-hmm. with, with like the first half hour. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, did we like Kanan? Uh, you mean, you mean Freddie Prince Jr.? <laughs> I have to bring it up because it's amazing because it is Freddie Prince Jr. Right. Doing it. But I mean, mm. do, do you like the character like Han slash like, Luke type like character? The, well, actually, I mean, at this point, with so many EU references in the world out there, he's kind of a mix between every Jedi and Han Solo. Yes. Well, that, but everybody's kind of, kind of. I mean, they've kind of done that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Actually, the thing that I thought was hilarious was once they actually kind of got all the cast of characters on the ship, I was like, wow, it's, it's Firefly. Yeah, I kind of got that Firefly. too. Yeah. Well, because you've got a pilot. Yes. Who's like a smart mm-hmm. aleck pilot who knows everything that's going on. She, she's you've like got a, the captain. Well, who she's runs like the kind show. of a cross between Wash and Zoe. Seriously, yeah. And then you've got your captain. Yes. You've got Jane. Yeah. Oh yeah, you got you, definitely Zeb, got Jane. Zeb is Jane. I mean, carbon yes. copy Jane. But you don't have your mechanic. And and you've got uh, not yet. <laughs> Not yet. Yeah. Well, well you do kind of. Uh, uh, I guess Chopper. Chopper. <laughs> Chopper. Chopper is Kaylee, and then, and then honestly, uh, uh, Sabine is kind of Gina Torres. She's she's uh, a bit Gina Torres. A little bit. Yeah. Kind of. I could see that. And then I guess uh, Ezra would be River. Ezra is kind of your River. Yeah. Mm. There's no Doctor. There's no Doc. No. Yet. And Shepard. There's no. There. You, you don't have. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, yeah. But I if you went, if you went Firefly from Serenity, Firefly, 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 Firefly. 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 If you went Firefly as if it, the Serenity movie, then Shep wasn't in it. Mm. Yeah, he yeah, wasn't was on no the Shep. Shep. There right. was no Shep. It was just kind of interesting to see that crew. Now, at the same time, you can go back to the Millennium Falcon. Oh yeah, I mean, which, you can... which the Ghost is a complete rip off of the Millennium Falcon. Well, it uh, even has the chest. The chest. Room, I, I the caught chest that table. too. I like. I was that. like, good God, they even gave you that. But, no, but see, so did the Outrider. From Dash Rend- you know, Dash Rendar's ship. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I mean, it's kind of like that's a it's part of the you know the recreation area, if you will, for the sh- those ships. I I kind of wish they would have gone more with the Macquarie look of the original Millennium they, Falcon. But they did. I mean, they, I mean, they kind of did. Give them credit. They they went pretty Macquarie on it. Yeah. Well, that a lot of the stuff in this was Macquarie esque. I mean, yes. if you look at the opening shots of the of the world that Ezra's from. You know, that's very that's straight out of Macquarie art. Um, are you still looking for Yeah. <laughs> I, I am dude the name of the planet. Wikipedia. Could you throw the name of the planet on there? No. <laughs> how about how about Wikipedia? No. no how about StarWars.com? Good God. StarWars.com is on the horse. Not now that uh, Disney's taking it over. They've made it more like their other sites. Um <clears throat> Okay, Ethan. Y- Somebody that's not a major Star Wars fan mm-hmm. and did not watch probably any of the Clone Lothal. Wars. Mm-hmm. Lothal. What, what did Lothal? Lothal. 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 L o t h a l. Lothal. That's the main planet. Yep. Okay. Lothal, also known as local. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like some prescription drug. How, what did you think? Take what, Lothal. Take Lothal for your imperial problems. <laughs> what did you think? It was all right. It was all right. Yeah. Would it make you want to watch the rest of the series? There's no, I know there's no Not zombies really. in it, so. <laughs> no, no, I mean, no, no, be honest. Like, you, you uh, wouldn't watch another episode. 
I would I wouldn't mind it, but it's not like something like I'm going like out to. Is there to anything watch it, that, watch is there anything of the Star Wars universe that you'd like to see in it? Oh. I have a I very think about specific that. answer to that. Because we already we already got a glimpse of Obi-Wan. Hmm. And you can, it makes you wonder He's full on Tatooine Obi-Wan then. Oh yeah. He's in the brown robe. And mm-hmm. you've got it makes you wonder if they're actually going to have him in it or if it was just going to be the holocron. They did show a trailer or commercial during it or before it that shows R two D two and C three PO. So they do encounter Boo. they do uh, they do encounter other rebel cells. Uh, here's here's my thing. Uh, the the answer to what do I want to see from Star Wars in it? Nothing. You don't want anything from Episode three. Don't or four? you don't you dare get, mm. no. Okay, first of all, I don't want to see anything from Episode three ever again. Do you think it's gone far enough? A time. Okay. The time elapsed far enough? Here's... First of all... Okay, so first of all, the biggest thing is the soundscape in this show is the best thing that is going for this show right mm-hmm. now. Yes. The sound effects... It's the very music, episode four. It is extremely pushed towards the original trilogy mm-hmm. and completely separated from the this new crap trilogy and the Clone Wars. Right. The Clone Wars felt very new trilogy. This show has the feel and the style very much of the original trilogy, which is what it's going to, for the first few episodes, is going to be its saving grace. Right. Mm-hmm. So that being established, I don't want to see Luke Skywalker. I don't want to see Han Solo. I don't want to see Mon Mothra. I don't, don't want to see, see teenage Darth Luke. Vader. I don't mm-hmm. want to see any of them. I want them to make this its standalone thing right. and be its own rebel cell and be its own rebel thing and be its own like microcosm where you hear about stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Like you hear about some rebel like uprising on Tatooine or you hear about some rebel thing happening somewhere right. or a Moss Eisley something incident. Like you can hear about it and you can hear it reported in the background or somebody like, oh, we heard Lord Vader is going to be coming through this star system because he's going to be going to deal with this blah, blah, blah. Like, that's that's fine. Mm-hmm. Having the existence of the the known universe out there, that's great. But you shoving, don't want any interaction. shoving the original trilogy down my throat when you said, hey, we've got a new idea, we've got a new thing, I don't, I don't need... The Clone Wars over, mm-hmm. but you don't need to. You they don't want... did it with the Clone Wars. They sure. shoved, you know, young Obi Wan. They shoved, you know, teen angst, uh, 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 Anakin. Anakin down my throat. Was well, so I don't? Think I had he... to deal with R two E. I had to deal with Sky Guy. I like no. I don't want that crap again. Mm-hmm. Now, um... and you notice not a single person was sitting there going like R two E, right? Sky well, yeah. Guy. Yeah, and they treated yeah. like they didn't have any stu- like there was there was stuff that I considered dumb, but there wasn't candy pop, marshmallowy, fluffy, stupid. Right, which I was so glad. But for. you wouldn't want mm-hmm. to see like uh, the fledgling rebellion, you know, like uh, some interaction with them. No, like you know interactions with a fledgling fledgling rebellion that we don't know about and we haven't seen in the original trilogy. Good. Like they they have to go like on a run. Like, Hi, I'm Wedge Antilles. Hi, no, no, everybody. No. That's dumb. Right, but like like they have to go on a run, and you know they they have that's where they steal the X wings, or they you know they you know they do something. There's some interaction that helps lead up to the here, battle of Yavin. Here's what would be awesome. Like you see that you here's, see the, you no, see here's the uh, rebellion on Dantooine. 
here's what would be awesome. Like like exactly what they did with Obi Wan to on on the premiere. Right. Having them in a holocron, having them over a transmission, having them kind of like feeding information or receiving information. Mm -hmm. Like if they're sitting there and all of a sudden they get a tra a deep space transmission from you know Leia Organa or somebody. Or right. a general Bail so and so, or somebody, or a, or, or a general, or an admiral, or somebody. Not not Akbar, not that kind of stuff. Right. But somebody That's that a trap. somebody that you might know. Well, if, you, if you Akbar ends up in the show, you'll get it's a trap. If if see, and that's why I don't want that. Right. I don't want pandering. <laughs> you don't want. To, I yeah. don't want them to pander Star Wars. You don't want fanfare just for the sake of fanfare. No, it's no. stupid. It serves right. no purpose. Having Obi Wan show up in the premiere episode as, as a, a holocron—that was a good not way. Not interacting with them in any way, shape, or form, mm -hmm. but purely giving them a message of "We're screwed. You know we're screwed. Stay low. Don't stick your neck out. We're trying to preserve the Force, not die with it, and like look to the future." And of mm -hmm. course, they had to. Th and see, they did pander. Even in that, they were like, "And and there will be a new hope." I'm right. like, "Fuck you!" Like I don't mm -hmm. need the, I don't need pandering. Now, because you know what, the show wasn't perfect, but it was it was solid. It was yeah. a it good didn't, start. It wasn't like when you went and saw the Clone Wars movie where you left in. I five left minutes. in the first. Uh, no, no, I didn't. I didn't give it five minutes. I as gave soon it as she seconds. said, "Sky guy, you were done." Yep, I walked out. <laughs> I I got as far as. Meanwhile, on planet that I was like, "What the hell?" Were am you I glad watching? that were they, that they got rid of the narrator? Yes. Why yeah. do you have it? What's the mm. point? Sure. What's the point of that narrator? Hey, I'm going to tell you because what's happening while more, you watch it. It happening. gave it more of the the feel of a that you're watching war documentaries. Oh you know, that yeah, a war documentary like in the, the future, the old, but in the past. What? The old World War II. You know, no, that was stupid. It had no place there. It was completely out of sorts. It had no position. <laughs> what is Star Wars? Star Wars is either fantasy or old western or sci-fi. Right. Those are the three genres it bridges. Did this? You, you tell me what World War II Newsies film strips has to do with fantasy, sci-fi, or Western. Well, it didn't. It, it Nothing. Was basically, it was completely It was basically place. because, you know, the same thing. It had it. no place whatsoever. It, right. I'm, I'm just playing devil's advocate here as far as it It served the purpose of making it making the openings feel like you were back in 1940. Yes, which is stupid. You know, you're going to movie theater. Yeah, and, I'm in 1942 watching intergalactic space battles. What? Mm -hmm. Okay, That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Did this premiere episode make you feel more like the original trilogy? Yes. Yeah, 100%. Was it nice the, to have a, the a small crew that is interacting with themselves, that, you know, that you're getting... To me, there was more character de development in this episode than there was in the whole prequels. Yeah. I didn't know Not the, the whole prequels, prequels had characters. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it, de it definitely did a good job. Uh, you definitely have a sense of what the characters are like now. You can see who your favorite characters are, kind of, you know, as far as, like, who you root for and things like that uh, out of the group. You know, you want to see... Who's your favorite out of the group? You like Azra, don't you? Yeah, I do. Do you really? Uh, I'm, I'm no, no. Honestly, who's yeah. your favorite character? No, you can, he's very. He's a very likable character. Um, I would say. I, well, I, I, that's the thing. I think all of them have come to that likability now. So, you, as a group as a whole, you uh, 
want them to succeed. So you're behind them now. You're like, Travis, you know what I mean? Favorite? Oh, uh, Kanan. Kanan? Yeah, by a long shot. I kind of like Sabine. Uh, well, okay, so... I like the fact that she's... You know what? Her first reaction to do anything is, when I walk into a room, I'm setting up the explosive first. Like, I want to blow it up. Yeah. yeah, and then she wants to see what it looks like. I love the fact that she's... She's, she's a pyromaniac. She's completely a pyromaniac. Zeb, mm-hmm. um, I, I, I think Zeb... I don't like at all Zab's because Zeb's going to wear nothing. on me too much. Well, he's, he's, he's Jane. He's the, only out for see, himself and he right, doesn't but care I about liked, anything. What I liked about that was... And, uh, I liked the fact that there was that moment when... You know, when Azrin gets left behind, that it was like, well, you know, it wasn't just like, oh, no, we got to save him or something like that. It was like, no, you know what? He got left behind. We can't go back for this kid because we're going to get killed. It's not part of our mission. He was all about the mission. And, yeah, there was a little bit of cold and callousness to it. Well, no, but then also when it happened, when he was actually in the doorway and, you know, like he's like, I can't do anything. Sorry, kid, you did good. You see, yeah. you see it in his face that he's like, I want to help you. Right. Yeah, I just but if he can't. wanted to, he could have. But that's what I liked about it. I liked the fact that there was that sense of. He's still a likable character. Yeah, there was a li- he was a likable character, but he needed to do the right thing. And like even even Sabine and when they're sitting there talking, no, you know, we can't go back. They're going to capture us. They're going to get us. Hmm. You know, to me, when they went back, it was too easy when they went back to the Star Destroyer to get him out. Yeah, they tried to play it off as uh Ezra made the call in through his bucket. Yeah. Like put a transmission in and the guy called off three squadrons. Right. But even so, even for them to get onto the Star Destroyer as easy as they did you know, I grant. I they guess they can mask they their, their signature and they everything. Did, they did. Well, no, no, no. We don't know how they did that because even if it masked it, it, even if the ship masked its signature, they would still detect a ship. Mm-hmm. Right. There'd still be a ship. What they're talking about is it would like full on cloak. Yeah. Like so. We well, don't, we don't know how it got on there. It just like materialized. We don't know how it got there. They didn't go through that. We don't know how it happened. It may come up later. Like it, it we may see something that about move the ship. Again. There's something going on with the ship. They have some ability. Um, mm. For all we know, Kanan did some Jedi mind trick stuff on an entire Star Destroyer. I, I, I doubt okay. that. Which brings me up to um, Ezra gets locked in the in the holding cell. Mm-hmm. Wait, and which where which on time? the Star Destroyer? Yes, he's in the holding and cell. And he's he tricks, yelling at the two bucketheads. He tricks the the stormtroopers yeah. by telling them he's the Emperor's he's the nephew. Em- to, the first well, time I no, watched no, no. it, no, he he he's like the the show cuts to him in mid rant, right? And the end of his rant is, and my uncle, the emperor, is gonna be really pissed off when you do this. But then he goes into like a coughing, spitting fit, right? Where he's like in trouble or choking or or struggling or sick or something. And mm-hmm. I think they were reacting more to the choking, struggling, you know, choking, dying. Well, see, thing. and and that's what I I thought, but. To you me, thought he it, was it made, using it the made, force? No, well, I thought maybe he's un- subconsciously using the force as a Jedi mind trick. I was hoping that because if not, they've made the stormtroopers in this completely stupid, even stupider than they they normally are. Well, they are stormtroopers. They are yeah, stormtroopers. but they are stormtroopers. They're but, fodder. But they they're fodder. But they still need to have some sense of you know of intelligence. Mm-hmm. <coughs> you know, I mean, even the clones had some sense of intelligence. Yeah, but at the same time, I mean, okay. Well, first of all, it's a kids show, so I and mean, that was how the far other are we going to tear this apart? Second of all, you know, uh, your your one piece of bait that your commander, who is a special forces officer, yes, 
has told you keep this dude alive and take care of him because he's our bait for getting the rebel cell. Yes. And the the quote unquote you know live thing. I, I would say probably the worst thing is is where is there where why don't they have a video feed so they could just see that he's just faking it. Well, that's the other thing. Yes. Like that's. That, I mean, he's in a problem. cell. He's in a prison cell. You yeah. Know, there's got to be something. You know, even Leia, yeah. there was a feed. Yep. So I mean, you know, there's they, just the whole thing on the Star Destroyer felt way too easy. It was like okay, we got to get him, you know we got to get him off of here real quick because we got to get to the Wookies. Seeing Kessel for the first time, you know that was the first time Kessel's ever made an appearance on Star Wars Star Wars visual film. Or right, the Star Spice Mines, the right. Kessel Spice Mines. Yeah, yeah. So we finally get to see Kessel. Right. Um, the Wookies. Well, you get to see the dusty, cloudy, reddish brown right base of Kessel. You never really saw a Kessel. True. You saw you saw a, a I'd love a to see the Kessel base. run, you know. Yeah, you saw a mining base. If they see that's another one. If they just show the the Kessel as, as long as it slows out. <laughs> Come on, the Falcon. It's a you don't don't te- don't tear down the the it makes the, the Kessel Falcon. run um, in 11 seconds. To me even the the, <laughs> ren- the rendering of the Wookiees, it never felt to me like they actually had the handcuffs the really Wookiees, on them. Uh the Wookiees were plastic. They yeah. were, they looked like rubber clay. They looked like rubber clay. Yeah, there was no fur. And I couldn't tell if, if but the, that's the, the, style the kid of the Wookiee, if the kid Wookiee the was... The kid Wookiee pissed me off. Well, because here's the thing. <laughs> that was... That, it I, told, reminded, I told Ethan that was my first Jar Jar Binks of this show. It reminded me of the kid Wookiee in the Christmas special. Yeah. We don't talk about the Christmas special. Right. What Christmas special? Exactly. Thank it, you. It reminded me of, of uh, Chewie's son, and I can't think of his name now. Um, was it Lothal? No. Was it Kitwar? No, it was. Oh god, I can't think. Bangerang. Um, uh, Bangerang. No, that, but it, uh, but it reminded me. That's what it reminded me of. And then the way uh, he was, you know, that that little kitty, cutie, <laughs> baby, tiny tunes like like what they did with that baby Wookiee was shameful. Well, you know, it, it was, shameful. and he was that age that he would have made his his journey because you remember in the, in the uh, yeah yeah. yeah. In, I guess it doesn't matter now because doesn't they matter. use, but you know they the Wookies would take a journey to the lower levels of the forest. Well, let's and they'd be have honest. To buy let's be honest with the hell it is. It's you know, it's it's a it's the it's the spirit journey. It's the walkabout. Right. It's the you know exactly yeah. Um, okay, one of the things, but that, that was that 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 baby Wookie was the dumbest damn thing in the whole. I mean, it, it gave Ezra a chance to do a force jump, which was dope. But right. it was it was the dumbest damn thing I've seen. Okay, here's so, one. Okay, first of all, it's the dopiest looking Wookiee. The Wookiees yes. already look dopey. Yes. And then you put in this little like baby. I wish they would have gone more with the episode with the Clone Wars. I mean, they had the rendering I hate from Clone it. Wars. But no, the the Wookiees in it weren't bad. Chewbacca in it wasn't I bad. I put them on equal level. Um, I, I, but the worst part was you have a baby Wookiee, which any child's instinct when afraid is to run to their parent, not away, <laughs> away from, from them. It. Like uh, you watch any animal and any child. And if there's <laughs> danger or threat or anything like that, their first, their, their absolute first reaction is always, oh my God, go like hug my parents' leg and hide. Uh-huh. And this kid's reaction was, oh my God, they're shooting at me. Quick, run away from everything. Yep. I'm going to run in the opposite direction. It was the dumbest I'm damn thing I ever saw. I'm going to run onto this, this terrible. I'm going to go onto this platform. never-ending catwalk that overlooks the <laughs> entire pit of the Spice Mines. Okay, 
my Jesus. biggest my biggest problem with And what the hell is a slingshot? What the hell is that thing? The energy slingshot? The, the, he's a yeah, kid. This, uh, uh, he's a kid. They have what? slingshots. What? What? He's Bart Simpson. My biggest complaint with the entire episode was that there was n- there wasn't really a reason for Kanan to reveal himself as a Jedi to the Imperials. Wait, what? When he re- when what Kanan- was your problem with the episode? Your only problem is what? My biggest problem. Your biggest problem was is- the way that Kanan revealed himself to, as a Jedi to the Imperials. There was no Why? need to. They weren't really pinned down. They, the Imperials weren't shooting, really shooting at him. They were. He pinned was down. doing. They were completely pinned. No, down, they weren't pinned down because they. The, he was giving Hera enough time to lose the Tie Fighter so she could come back to the planet surface was, so that they could. They pick were. Him up. He was trying to give him enough time to get into the crate so she could have enough so time to get back. But, but they up. were behind a wall. He of literally stuff. says on his mic, he goes, "Lose them, get back I here. We're doing it. the twenty-two pickup, right?" And then he reveals himself to give her enough time and give them I enough get time. That. Wait, so you he say was covering everybody's I, I'm ass. You say they were the behind a they're about? behind a crate, so that means they're not pinned down. No, be, they they're were all hiding no, no, behind no, 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 no. five crates. Wait, they're listen. not pinned down at all. They're not. They're literally hiding behind crates. They're getting shot they're not at. Pinned down. No, yeah, because this down. is stupid. Because you're getting shot at, and they're hiding the behind argument. the crates. That that's the only spot that they can be. Okay, where was the crate that they got into? Behind directly them. behind them. Yards behind yes. them. It wasn't 50. They had to directly, run to it. Directly behind them. Oh, my God. Okay. But they were getting shot at, so and they you, are pinned behind pinned those crates. If, if they would have done it as a crossfire or something, or they had an Imperial circling around them. Who? What, the, the one person with the, the gun? The one person with the gun? No, there was You a, mean the Jedi a, that came out and said, here's my no, lightsaber. No. I'm going to blast these fire back to them so no, that no, they can run back to the crate? You mean like that? No, if I'm they were saying, caught in a crossfire, how the hell would they have ever gotten to the crate? If they showed, if they had the imperial officer that was leading it, I, I can't wait. Having for this. his battalion, you know, start to go around the other side. They're of trying them. to flank them. Yes, trying to flank them. Yes, and then it the the situation becomes more dire. Then he then it would be a more of a reason for him to reveal themselves. They had been in worse situations already and gotten out of them. So they what, could have gotten out of the situation. Were they, they could in? have gotten out when they were on. The, okay, first of all, they got off the star destroyer real easy. Secondly, they're in the when they're. Uh, That's bad writing. I mean, they, they they should have honestly. He should have thrown every stormtrooper he had on that transport at him. I'm just and saying he, he apparently didn't. First, the, the because other thing when was, he when he ran into that the, into that that uh, docking bay, the cargo bay mm-hmm. that they were in. Yes, he ran in with like five stormtroopers. Yes. Dude should have run up, run in with like thirty. There were also more Wookies than star- stormtroopers there. Yeah, the yeah, but the Wookies. I'm just had saying like that if they, guns. I'm just saying that if they would have done something where they were flanking them or something, and they would have upped the stakes just a little bit more. Because remember, he's a Jedi. Jedi are being hunted and killed. Yes, he's I been in that. hiding. Yeah, I get that. So you're and, not and, going and to reveal yourself. And he's been listening to a holocron that tells him not to reveal himself. Yes. Yeah. So and and you know up until that point he had kept his his lightsaber in a drawer, yeah. You know, so he wasn't revealing himself to well, anybody. Well, uh, we don't know. Now now you're making up hypotheticals. Now you're now you're making. We don't know if he always keeps it in the drawer or if that was just that day or if he had set that up to test Ezra to well, see we if knew Ezra that he would tested go for it. it. We knew he tested it. So with so movie. I mean. I, as much as I agree that your hypothesis could be correct about he's never had his lightsaber out, we don't know. You're, I'm just you're saying, making stuff I'm up I'm just at saying that, that if, if the stakes were a little bit higher, right, it would have seemed to me more of a need to reveal myself. 
as a Jedi. I understand what you're saying. He made a call to make a play to do something. I get I get that it's a kid's show, and you've got to get the lightsaber into well, it. Well, you have to reveal him as a Jedi at some point. Otherwise, you have no reason to ever have an Inquisitor. Right. There's. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I forgot. Egghead. <laughs> he is forever called Egghead for me. Is that because he's got yolk for eyes? No. Oh, my God. Even more reason. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Wow. Good job, now, buddy. The Inquisitor. No, no. I mean, that Inquis- the Inquisitor's head. That is the biggest head I've seen since uh, since that, uh, what was that, that Mastermind movie. You oh, remember wow. the, the that cartoon movie, Mastermind? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, that dude's got a giant melon. Um, That was a okay. hell of a melon. <laughs> the Inquisitor. The Inquisitor. Um, what about him? Egghead. The, I, the five seconds you saw him. Yeah. What about him? I, well, I'm just worried there's... Okay, they've already said he's not a Sith, but he does have force power. I mean, he, I get, okay, hold on. He, he has he's pure... Ventress. He has pure yellow eyes, which... He has the Sith EU, looking eyes. EU is thrown out, but pure yellow eyes meant right. that you were completely on well, the not dark side. Pure, they're not even pure yellow. They're, they're the yellow with the red around it, you know, the starburst. From what I saw in a very small holocron thing, like in the or not holocron, but in a in a transmission, right. it looked like his eyes were pure yellow. When he looked up and opened his eyes, it looked like his eyes were yeah, pure I mean, yellow. When you look at when you look at mm-hmm. the figure, I'm sure like we'll that. get better looks at him as the show goes on. But the pure yellow eyes that I saw, I was like, okay, that's the mark of somebody who's completely taken over by the dark side right mm-hmm. and we, and that was that was just it because if you remember so he's 100 percent dark side. if you remember anakin's eyes didn't start turning until he got more and more and you know, that's it, what i'm saying the yellow from what i have read and from what i know from the eu and i could be completely wrong because i always am he could be that that denotes complete dark side right complete mm-hmm. dark side is pure yellow eyes yes the emperor pure yellow eyes yes right so so when i saw him he's complete dark side force yes Okay, but he's but, not. But a But he's not a Sith. But because Sith. because because after remember, all that, he's not a Sith. Well, you remember, Ventress wasn't a Sith either. She was dark dark side trained, but she wasn't a Sith because right. of the rule of two. Well, he, they he couldn't up. pay she, the membership she fees. She should she should have gone full Sith. She couldn't. He couldn't pay the membership fees, so he's right. not really a Sith. He's just well. No, the rule five hundred a month. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> the, screw the, that. I know it's an exclusive club, but damn, the rule of two forbids that. Yes, so. I know. I know the rule of two. The rule of two. Tra la 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 la. Um. Yeah. No. The the rule of tool is stupid. the good thing is holocrons are now officially canon. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Um, I know we're going to end up seeing the the um, Inquisitor's lightsaber that's got the circle thing on it. What's well, going to be just like oh, uh, Grievous's, well, isn't uh, it? I mean, no. okay. just hold it here's, it, like, here's a here's a huge spoiler alert. Here's a gigantic spoiler alert because this hasn't even been shown on the show yet. But apparently, are you ready? Okay, Uh-oh. stop listening. Ezra gets a lightsaber. Mm. Ezra builds a lightsaber. Uh-oh. Ezra builds a lightsaber that is half blaster, half lightsaber? It kind of looks like it would be a steampunk lightsaber from because what it's got like I a have, cord or something. From what I have read, it is literally half blaster, half saber. It's, it's a whole thing that surrounds his hand. It's almost like it's got a, a handguard and a scabbard and all that kind of like it's, it's a full surround on his hand, and he can either use it as a blaster or pump the lightsaber out. Pump the lightsaber. Well, no, I'm just saying like he can extend. He can extend <laughs> He's the saber. Shake it really hard before the lightsaber. Now ignites. you look like you're masturbating with a lightsaber. 
But no, he 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 looks like he either can point it straight away and use it as a blaster or extend the lightsaber and it's a lightsaber. And I'm like, what the hell? What if it just ends up being a blaster with like a bayonet lightsaber in the front? That's a uh, stupid. Did you stupid. like the fact that Kanan, and I already know the answer to this, did you like the fact that Kanan's explanation of the Force was Thank like, God! Was like Obi-Wan God! Kenobi's from ah! episode four and not oh my mentioning God. Metachlorians? Oh my God. The force surrounds us. It, it penetrates us. us. It binds us. It's everywhere. It's ever. Thank you. Fucking I thought, stupid I thought of George a great Lucas fan. ruining his own goddamn. Listen, and I, I know I'm kind of oh. I'm kind of giving it out here, and somebody's going to end up taking it from me. But I oh thought of a God. great fan film. You take a holocron, uh-huh. you know, and you do an image where of it, going? where you have one of the Jedi that got expelled from. That's one of the twelve that got expelled from the Jedi Order. Okay. Because he was proving that midichlorians were not the reason for the force. Oh, that's just stupid. No, that that's it was terrible. actually the, you know, no. the living no. force. That's, yeah. Nope. No. So he got expelled from no. the Jedi Order. No. Yes. Nope. So it's you retcon it. It's a terrible idea. It's a terrible idea. It's not a terrible no, idea. No, you know how you retcon it? You don't even dignify it with its own existence. You just walk away from it like it doesn't exist, and you move back to what it should be. <laughs> Good God! Okay, so don't even give it the time of day that it wants. Travis, you will watch the show again? Oh hell yeah! Uh, so I mean, overall, it was good. Uh, I I liked it. I you know there were some pieces that I thought were stupid, um, but at the same time, it's a kids show. Right. It's not built for me, super fan adult guy. It's built to sell toys and for kids. I wouldn't go that far. I, I mean, well, okay, what's the point of any show? You want it to be successful? What's the point of any cartoon? To sell toys. It, no, 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 no. I don't, I don't believe that at all. I, I, I honestly believe, you know, you look at people like, um, oh, I mean, you look, you look at the makers of like Tron Uprising. Some of the executive producers and some of the artists were, were so heartbroken when it was taken off the air. And we're talking about, you know, I think years down the road, people will look at this and, and say they had something. It was different. It was mm. good. It was special. And it's sad that it got, you know, removed and ripped away and taken away. And I, I, um, we were just I, recording I in their that. studio yesterday or Thursday, uh, but the Tron Uprising studio. Oh, were you? Yeah. Uh, but uh, I mean, like, and, and I thought Tron Uprising was a great show. I thought it was a really, oh, Tron Uprising really was great show, and it's sad that it went away. I would prefer but, that they do a star, uh, more of an adult Star Wars one, in that vein. I don't, I don't know if you'll see it. I mean, that would be fun, but I don't know if you'll see it. But, but my whole point is, you know, if you ask studio execs or higher ups or marketing teams, yes, the point of any show or any movie is to sell advertising, mm-hmm. to sell money. To sell, to sell money, but but like get get more profit, get more revenue through advertising, through merchandising, mm-hmm. through any avenue necessary. But you look at the people making the show. I don't think their first end game is let's make as much money as we can. Right. I think their first end game is let's make the best show that we can. Let's let's make the most interesting show. Let's create mm-hmm. the most dynamic characters. Let's like what can we do with this? And and so I you know I believe that with what they were doing, the. You know, what's the point of this show? I think they've... One of the things we were touching on earlier was you were talking about they have a small crew and a small group as opposed to, like, Clone Wars was, like, everything. Right. The problem 
in that end with Clone Wars and that whole world was you already had a million established characters. Yes. I mean hundreds of established characters. Not only did you have the main characters that you were you know dealing no, with, no, but, but I mean, you also like, had all the clones and everything. That's what I'm saying. Like you've got all these clones and they're all and all of a sudden the clones are developing their own personalities, but you've got these boba ripoffs that are that are all kind of there. You've got your established Obi-Wan, your established Yoda, your established everyone is there and you know who those characters are and you already know who they are and you already know what they're doing and you already know their end game and you already know what's going to happen to them in the future. So there's only a certain amount of stuff that you can do with all those characters right. and you have to pay lip service to all those characters because everybody's expecting to see them. The beauty of the original trilogy and the beauty of those kinds of shows, you, you can go back to Firefly and all that stuff, there is no massive known. Mm -hmm. We know that because of the original trilogy, you have this small group of rebels, but in the first movie, it's only two guys that spreads into four guys, right. that spreads mm -hmm. into five people. It's not 500. It's not 1,000. It's not a million. You don't have a million established Jedi and a Republic and the clones and the Sith and the this and the Separatists and the droids and the and the and the, there's just too much. Right. The beauty of like the original trilogy is you've got this small microcosm that you can really do what you want with. And that's why I think they should keep this its own thing and not pay lip service to Han Solo and Chewbacca. And th that was the first mm -hmm. thing that I was scared of. When I saw the, they started mentioning Wookiees, I was like, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, don't bring Chewbacca. in Chewbacca. Right. Don't bring in Chewbacca. Don't do it. Don't do it. Well, they could. See, and then, then I thought the that same just, thing. That immediately ruins the show before you ever get any But lanes. see, if they did that, then they couldn't have saved the Wookiees because Chewbacca has to stay a slave and a prisoner until Han Solo frees him. Exactly. They would have ruined the show before they got started. Right. But that's, that. I mean, that's what I'm saying is like the... The beauty of what they have right now is they don't have to pay lip service to all the other characters. Mm -hmm. They don't have to touch on Luke. Yeah, Luke, Luke doesn't have to exist. If you want to pepper in little news broadcasts of a major, you know, rebel upper, like because I mean that could be fun. Like, where do you where you do do you draw the line of the Empire? Does the Empire not give lip service to? Han and Luke and Obi Wan escaping. But see, we're from before. We're way before. I that. know. I know. I get that. This is this that. is set fourteen years before the but Battle I'm just of Yavin. Saying, I'm just saying, in the general sense of things, like, right. do, does the Empire not broadcast that rebels got out, so that nobody knows that there's a rebel uprising, or do they broadcast it to try to scare everyone else into submission? Right. Don't don't become a rebel. <laughs> don't do what they're doing. They're getting killed. The you know the report, propaganda. Report stuff. your rebels. Report your rebels. That right. kind of stuff. Or do they never report it at all to try to keep it under wraps and like there's no problem. Don't the status quo. But the beauty of like what they've got right here is they've got your Firefly crew. You've got your Millennium Falcon mm -hmm. crew. You've got your little tiny crew of people that can't be messed with. That can't be played with. They're their own little group that can do their own little thing, and the beauty of that is you can do whatever you want. Well, it'd be really you curious don't to have see. To do a battle. It'll be curious to see where the show is in two to three years. You know. Well, yeah. If they get especially there, after, mean, especially we, after we episode seven comes out, because they've already made the comment, and uh, this is one of the things I was going to ask you about what how you feel about it. They've already made the comment that either a character or a situation or something from this show episode seven will bleed. This show will bleed into episode seven. A lot of people are saying that it could be the Inquisitor. I hope not. Bad idea. Bad, mm -hmm. bad, bad idea. 
Never take a villain in. Yeah. Because then you lock yourself into all kinds of terrible shit right. situations. Situations. It's either that um, or like making mention of the characters in the movie. Maybe, yeah. Maybe not even like showing them, but just say like, oh, you know what well, we have. Honestly, the the, so and so. the farthest they should go, the farthest they can't, they they. Oh my back. Wait, hurts. hold on. Whoa, wait. They're gonna bleed this into episode seven. Well, what they've been saying is that. The writing staff has been working very closely for this show with episode seven. Yeah, because there is going to be some kind of connection between them. So they're going to somehow the two are going to. Okay, hold on. Whether it be a person or an event. We're talking about we're talking about Star Wars Rebels. The cartoon yes Mm -hmm. is based fourteen years before Battle of Yavin. Correct. And then episode. So Luke Skywalker is five years old in this episode seven. Is where Luke is like sixty. Yes, <laughs> episode seven is fifty about years after battle. About I'm off. I, I know I'm off, but I'm close. no, no. It's about that. But like, okay, so we're like around somewhere around plus or plus or minus five or ten years for battle of after battle of Yavin Correct. is episode seven. So because the battle of the battle Kanan, of Endor, I'm just is going about with three years I'm after. Just, I'm just straight going with Kanan right now. Right. Kanan would be too old. Is sitting around what would you expect? Thirty years old right now? Thirty five? Yeah. Somewhere between thirty, thirty five years old, maybe thirty six. Yeah, somewhere he's probably, in that he's range. probably the Han Solo age, probably right early thirties. Yeah, so mid thirties. We'll right. say give or take mid thirties. So he'd be like ninety? Well, I'm, they're not saying that it could be Kanan. I mean you could have Ezra. But I'm I wouldn't not, want I'm I would vi- I'm not a big Ezra fan. I you know I, would, I I'm not I'm not sold on Ezra right now. Zeb, I mean you never know how old Zeb could be. You know? Yeah, we need to know what kind of I need to look up what kind of alien he is and where um, where he originates from and what their average lifespan is. I mean Sabine, no. Oh, also there's there's a problem. Uh, how's how's uh Sabine's uh Mando armor? Nice nice Mando armor. It covers your boobs and half a shoulder. And that's we'll see. it. And that's that's and kind of that's it. I'm sure we'll get to her backstory. No, that's fine. And if she like swiped it off of somebody, that's cool. Or if she made it herself, that's cool. Yeah. I mean, her Mando helmet, badass. I, mm. I like Sabine a lot. I think I'm gonna fall in love with Sabine as the show goes on. I think I'm gonna totally fall in love with her. Yeah. But the first thing was, what the hell is your armor protecting? Right. Like, I mean, if if anybody has any kind of aim, <laughs> you're screwed. I mean, you're dead. Yeah. Like well, at least, at, at but see, least I don't Kanan, think I don't think her armor is really supposed to be that protective. I, I hope not, because Azra, the only thing he has, the is only a thing it's protecting is breast cancer, and that's about it. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry, it does nothing. It covers her heart. It covers her heart. It covers her heart. <laughs> but her stomach wide open. Her her collarbones. Her yeah, neck, that character. Her shoulder wide open. They originally were thinking about doing her like a, as a early teen. And then the more they kept she playing. does look a little like they, they made 20 her years old. right, like and she's then that's right around twenty one. And that's what they did was they decided that they eighteen to twenty two somewhere in there. Yeah, so they aged her a little bit. Oh, know. interesting. Well, I mean, it's obvious that Ezra's in love with her. Okay, back to the back to the show. You just mentioned that Ezra's kind of there was that kind of, you know, hey hottie, who are you type thing. Oh, he's yeah. totally in love with her. The first time she takes off her helmet, he's like. <laughs> <laughs> they kind of they kind of did that hubba, little hubba, slow hubba, hubba. thing too, didn't they? Oh, they totally the, did. The hair kind of. They totally did the '80s hot girl. Yeah, Phoebe Cates whoosh, like whoosh whoosh. Hey, look at me, I'm hot. Just seeing you both try to do that right now is very uncomfortable. I, I could pull my hair down and do it if you no. want. You could do it. Yeah, no. that's scary. 
Uh, I, I think I'm going to fall in love with Sabine, but yeah, her armor, I was like, what the hell does that cover? What do you think about the pilot? And her name is... Um, the Twilight Hera. Hera, yes. H-E-R-A. Yes, Hera. Hera or... Uh, uh, Hera. It's Hera. It's not Hera. <laughs> Hera. <laughs> uh, no, it's, it's, it's Hera. Uh, very, very... Uh, She's very mom of the group. Mm-hmm. She's the she's yeah, the again, most she's, she's the most she's centered character. Yeah, she, she's a little Gina Torres. She's the most centered um, character. She's she's awesome. Yeah, she's cool. I like her a lot. Uh, I thought she was the uh, one of the best played voice yes. voices. She did mm-hmm. a, a she was a gr- w- very well played voice actor. Mm-hmm. Um, coming from a voice actor, I I don't think anybody did a bad job voiceover wise. I think everything was solid. How about the whole? story arc of the show because obviously they were trying to set up you know a desperate need to get to the, well, the Inquisitor. okay so i mean well here's the thing i mean not a de- okay they, there was no desperate well, okay. need to get to the inquisitor but there, there was they, zero desperate these need to rebels get- had to be enough of a threat to get the inquisitor involved you know what i didn't need the inquisitor this episode i didn't either i didn't I, they they i wouldn't i you know what i could have gone i could have gone four necessary. or five episodes you know what this was like? This it. was like Gotham, where they were like, "We're showing you everyone. Yeah, please watch our show. We swear to God, everybody's in it. But everybody's they, they, in it. Look, they could have gone. Here's Penguin. Here's Penguin. Everybody. Look, Catwoman's in every scene. Catwoman is somehow in everything. Please just watch our Look, show. Look, we got a show. Ivy. Please we gotta... watch our show. Like it was like they were like that. Like they didn't need the Inquisitor. Yeah, they didn't could, need. Could it. you have gone? Like I'm saying, you. Know, I could have gone or... five episodes without him. Right, and easily. made a build up to it. I kind of think that they did it only because they've released so much as far as like when no, the, pre- when the no. press was. I, they showed him, and then now they have the toys out for him. I know so they had. They know, felt like no, they needed to show. No, that's not necessary at all because I mean that's happened throughout Star Wars stuff. I remember when I was a little kid. I, I think they like there was something. I'm, I'd have to go back. This is like back in seventies, eighties. But I, I think when I was a little, little, little kid, they had a little thing where like they had released like a Boba Fett, like character, like. Like uh, uh, figure the figure the, before Boba Fett was a known character that was going to be yeah the yeah they they it. did like so I mean like you could not, order you could order a mail in of Boba Fett and it was before and he didn't exist right like he didn't exist mm-hmm. and he didn't so, have a name at that point yeah he was just a guy in a in like a cool Mandalorian armor kind of thing like and, and they, it wasn't they, even Mandalorian armor it was and just then some he cool showed dude. up and then he showed up in the Christmas special wow this is the most the Christmas special has been mentioned uh, mentioned in we need to stop so that. so uh, honestly though I, I don't I didn't. Need the Inquisitor at all? I totally would have been cool with a cat and mouse chess match between um, the uh, the ISB agent. I yes. can't remember his name right now, but him and and Kanan and mm-hmm. kind of like the cat and mouse mm-hmm. of them following each other. And then at some point, something big happening where it caught the eye of the Inquisitor, or the Inquisitor had to be. I would have been. In. I would have preferred. And although you're going although, to say this is fanfare, order, but all, all, although. I mean, you didn't like the scene, but Kanan revealed himself as a Jedi. And that's why he's bringing in the Inquisitor. Any empirical soldier of any rank, the second that a Jedi reveals himself, you call in in the highest of the high. Right. But also, here's the thing. Here's the thing. And uh, you're going to say it's fanfare, but I would have thought and I would have preferred that Darth Vader sends the Inquisitor. That there's a reason that Darth Vader can't do it. Because he is, as you say, I did. I did like. Well, okay. What I would have accepted, or the emperor no, sending the inquisitor. No, 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 no. Because because what's his name is way too low of a rank to be calling up 
the emperor or the this or the that. Now, what they could have done, and I would have been upset because fan service, what they could have done is he could have reported to Grand Moff Tarkin. That's the other thing I was going to say. At which at this point he would have been General Tarkin? They, well, they, he was Moff Tarkin, I think. Okay. But you could have had where where is he? Come on, where's where's no? Because the they mentioned Ma- they mentioned uh, Tarkin like Hera, two or three there's times. Ezra, mm-hmm. There's Kanan. The main okay. How so? I not a I, I could I would have accepted if the Tarkin would have sent him. You know, because so, like so, what I could have seen happen because the hierarchy, the hierarchy, the way that they've established it, the hierarchy is Emperor, Tarkin, Vader. You know, Vader is his is his Sith apprentice, but, but military but, strategist is but, Tarkin. But but. But if you ask the emperor, like you know, brass tacks, it's it's Emperor Vader, right? Tarkin's not not as on the far line. as his agenda, but as far as controlling the galaxy and the his empire, Tarkin. Because you remember in Episode Four, Tarkin did pull the reins back on Vader a couple of times. Yes, and and Vader threatened to force choke him into oblivion, <laughs> like he, he he literally in his face is like, you don't know the powers that you're fucking with. Like, but, but also, you have no clue what I'll do to you. Right, but also you could see kind of Tarkin's smugness of, you know you can't do that because all hell will break loose against you. No. I, I doubt there, that. There, there was, I doubt there was, anything there, ever you would could have see, happened You to could him. tell that there was a power struggle between Tarkin and Oh, Vader. totally. Yeah, without a doubt there was. Um. So no thinking. What the, what the hell was the name of the damn, the, the, the ISB agent? I don't remember. I can't remember his name. Damn it. We're bad at this. Yes. Yeah. We, we need to make a list next time of all the names. The now, here's a question name? that okay. they introduced the Inquisitor at the end. Yes. Yes, they did. Who is to say that he's going to be showing up in the next episode? They may just have shown him as like a like a prelude to yeah, yeah. You know, him no, well, coming later true. on he, in the he series. He straight up was like, it was very smart of you to, to you know. Yeah, yeah. I'm just telling you, hey, there's me. these guys out here doing these things. And he's like, oh, well, that's interesting. Okay, let me think about this for a little bit before I decide to... Do you think it was a little presumptuous of the Empire to automatically think that Ezra was his apprentice, uh, you know, was his Padawan? Or do you well, think no, that he showed they, enough he, Because enough he showed skill. him jumping, like doing the force jump over the little baby Chewy, you know? What I did like was when the Stormtrooper and the IS, the, the agent... Callus, Agent Callus. Okay, when Callus were off, were got thrown off the bridge... And the oh, stormtrooper and looks up. Stephen Bloom. Yeah, he looks up. Steve and he goes, Bloom goes. Is that the first time you've seen a Jedi, sir? And he kicks, and he kicks him, him into him the off. pit. Yeah, I thought that was great. Well, we were we were laughing. We, what did you say? He's like, like not the time, not dude. The time. Not the time. Right. <laughs> Bad timing. Wait until you're on solid ground, then make a joke. But it was about almost it. like, how dare a stormtrooper say anything? You know, anything like that to me? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I see. I, I would have loved to have seen a few episodes of just Callus versus Kanan. Yeah, and just see what happens between them. I didn't need the Inquisitor. I, I I didn't have as big a problem with him revealing himself as a Jedi. Yes, I thought it was kind of a badass moment. And he's like, "I'm about to show everybody what's go- what they're dealing with." And he pieces his lightsaber together. Okay, and he's just dodging without even trying. He's he's just, I know, he's just moving just his head, moving his head around uh, uh, blaster bolts. And, yeah, and yeah, that was badass okay. i was okay with it let's get down the list of the characters okay okay so here actually we and can do it right and here. we'll and we can t- we'll discuss each one you know okay, as far so as so here we go so uh oh that's interesting i didn't know he did that voice that's yeah. cool uh uh steve bloom is doing zeb he's doing zeb's voice 
which Steve Bloom is like the yeah. Wolverine. Oh, I can hear it. That. Yeah, I could hear that. He, but he's doing a he's doing a and like an Australian British thing. Right. So it's it's interesting. Uh, okay, so uh, first character we'll throw out there is Ezra Bridger. Okay. Okay. What do we think of Ezra? I mean, obviously, he is the connection for the I audience. I can show you the world. Is, does that mean Sabine's his Jasmine? That's what are I saw. Fl- are they going to fly I around on her, a carpet? Somewhere? I saw her as, does as that make Jasmine. Chop, does it make Chopper the, the uh, Abu, uh, Abu, Abu or the tiger? Not the tiger. <laughs> Not the tiger. Okay, so Ezra. What do, we think, what do we think of the character? I mean, obviously, he is the connection to the kids, you know, that are watching. He he's, is the audience. He is, he is your audience view. Yeah, right. he is. He is us, uh, you know, in the in the show. He is also, you know, since he is force going to, adept, going to be a Jedi, right. or Turned into a Jedi or a Padawan or however you want to put it. Do you think that's it. that's strictly for kids? I mean, that's strictly put in there because of that. For, is one hundred percent no. The show itself is for it kids. It doesn't. But see, the no, thing the is, show's like, we're we're kids. like thinking of the show. It oh, is, why is it not pandering? Honestly, I would have preferred the show not to have any Jedi in it at all. So you want zero Jedi? Zero Jedi. You yes. wanted just a ragtag. You wanted Firefly the Star Wars. Yes, years. basically. Firefly the Star Wars years. I didn't want. I don't think that you need to have Jedi in this at the point. I would have loved for them to like at one point pick up a lightsaber and kind of look at it like you know find a lightsaber or something and not really know. You ain't you ain't finding a lightsaber. That ain't at happening. some point, you know, ain't nobody going. Hey, what's this? Whoa, it's a lightsaber! Oh, oh my god! But no, that ain't happening. I don't think I, I get that. You, know, you have they to are have, either destroyed or lost forever. That you ain't finding. I get. I get. You have to have a star. You know, it, it's Star Wars, so you have to have a Jedi, and you have to, you know, this, that, and the other. But I just, I didn't think that they really needed it. I would have liked to have seen a period of time when, you know, this is the time when Jedi, you know, become myth. You know. When, by the time Luke Skywalker and Obi Wan Kenobi talk, Jedi are a myth. No one's heard of Jedi sure. anymore. No one I knows what a Jedi is. Yeah, yeah, I hear what you're saying. So it'd be nice to have that point now. Yeah, you know, having them be force, you know, force attuned or atoned, whatever. What is it? Force atoned. Force yeah. adept. Force adept. Thank you. Um, would have been okay, you know, because obviously you can't just. You know, okay, we got to the point in time where there's no Jedi or there's no there's no Force Adept people. You know, I would have I would have liked to have Force Adept, but not necessarily a Jedi. I get what you're saying. I'm totally he, cool with the Jedi. Being he in. needs to be there as the mentor figure for Ezra, and so that's why I feel having him there as a Jedi. So otherwise, okay, okay but have, having Kanan, so, I so mean, having Jane, having Kanan in there, you would just have Kanan as just like a straight up Han Solo. Yeah. I get what you're saying. Uh, at that, I mean, it already is the millennium Falcon. Yes. 2.0. Yes. Or, or negative 1.0 or whatever. 0.01. 0.01. I mean, it is, it, it's already the millennium Falcon. Right. You've already got Zeb is your, is your Chewbacca, is your Chewbacca, which is based Kanan off of the McQuarrie. Okay, so okay, so let's, let's, two, okay, let's stick your, with let's stick with guys. Ezra first. Okay, we have Ezra. You don't mind Ezra? Ezra, I'm totally. I mean, okay, how are you going to have a a brand new show with a brand new character geared towards kids, getting them super jazzed about Star Wars and and the Force and all that kind of stuff? How are you going to do that without having him being Force adept? No, I Doesn't get that. Work. So he's got to be. He, I mean, he's got to be. Because then, otherwise, you're telling kids like, "Look how cool that thing is that you're never going to be." Right. You okay. Know, you you want kids to watch it and be like, but you also can't go over the possible, boundary it's because possible, it's possible. You can't go over the boundary that Luke Skywalker is the 
first Jedi, you know, after the, the purge. You know, after Obi-Wan and, and Yoda are gone, you know, that's what the whole return of the Jedi means. I, I get that, but nobody has said that Ezra's going to live through this show. True. And I know they would never do that. Right. I know that's never going to happen, but I'm just saying, nothing states that Ezra's going to live. That's the Or Kanan. That's the beauty of this microcosm world of the, the rebel era. And I get the you expanded universe who, had said that there were other Jedi, you know, out there. And there, stuff. it's well, and then the other thing is they they always said that there are people that have like there there is the Force, right? The mm-hmm. Force exists out there, and people have some tendency to it. Sure, doesn't mean that they're badasses with it. Doesn't mean that they have it fluid or anything like that. But it's possible, right? So, but the but the, impl- the the insinuations made to the pre for and the like original we said, trilogy. Like we said this is fourteen years before Battle of Yavin. Yeah, another Nothing thing is says. That he, like, I mean, for all we know, at the end of this show, Kanan dies, like Kanan sacrifices himself, and he tells him, they're too strong, no matter what, you stay hidden, you don't come out, you don't do it. Right, and And that's where you could end up having... At the end of Return of the Jedi, Luke says, we have to reestablish the Force. Right. And we have to reestablish the Jedi. For all we know, the first thing that happens in, and this might be your tie-in, this might be your big Episode Seven tie-in, for all we know... The first thing we find is that they're on Yavin or they're on Endor or they're on whatever planet. And Luke Skywalker is talking to Ezra Bridger. The age. Yeah. And and it's it's old Luke Skywalker and it's old Ezra. And he's going, you remember the first day I found you. You were the first one. And they're talking about the first day that Luke went Mm. out and found found Ezra in hiding. Would that be acceptable? And he was the first found Jedi. I'm not saying that's what's happening. No, no, no. But would that be? Trademark copyright. You have to pay me for it now. Would that be acceptable for you? I don't know. It depends on where they take Ezra's character. True. I I have one hour. Well, obviously, obviously he's going to be on his hero's quest. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's his thing. Okay, we'll so Ezra, you know, we, Ezra, I, Ezra, Ezra is a Ezra lad, is a but you right don't now. mind him. I don't mind him. Uh, I think some things he's done are fun. I think other things are a little annoying. He has but potential. He has potential. He's totally a potential character, yeah. and he is he is the audience view right now. So okay. we'll see what happens. Let's with go that. with Zeb. Zeb, I he's Jane and he, he's Chewy. He's he's based off of the McQuarrie, the original Chewbacca artwork. Yep, from McQuarrie. McQuarrie. Uh, I'm I. I which is funny when like you, they, I they t- call him a hairless Wookiee. Yeah, call, yeah. And no, he's and like, I, they're and just and like, I like uh, that they do that. I actually like that they called him a hairless Wookiee because they at least gave lip service. They were yes. like, they were like, all right, we recognize what we did here. So. And I love mm. the fact that he tried to do the Chewbacca voice <laughs> or the Wookiee voice. They weren't buying it. No, mm-hmm. uh, I could take or leave Zeb. Okay, Zeb, I can really take or leave. Do you think I don't he, care about? Do him you right think now. that character could wear thin real easily? If he stays in the same way, he, well, okay, they they needed a, they needed an anti. They needed muscle. Well, he's gonna be muscle, but they were like they needed somebody who was against him. Right. They needed somebody to give resistance to having Ezra around. Would you have preferred that he doesn't speak basic? No. You don't I'll mind. Take basic. Okay. You already got Chopper. We don't need twenty five people that don't speak basic. Sure. All right? Like we already have Chopper. Well, I mean, if, I guess if they would have done that, it would have been too much. Like. Hmm. It already is. It already is the Millennium Falcon. Right. It already is. And it already is Firefly. I mean, like, we have... There are a multitude of places that we can go to and go, look, it's this group. Look, it's this group. We can look to a million movies that it... Look, it's that band of characters. 
I, I could, you could have another one. You don't have to have another one. I'm fine with them speaking basic. I don't need another alien language. Sure. And yes, people are already going to be, we've already been making, you know, references to, to the Millennium Falcon and Chewie. And okay. How about Hera? Hera, I like a lot. I, I really like her. I like her a lot. I think she's the mom. She's the mom. She's, she's the, smart. She's quick witted. Yes. Um, I don't know. Is she force adept a little bit? I don't know. See, I couldn't really tell, but it really seemed like she, she was. acted like she knew what was going on way more than right. somebody who's now. Now she's also obviously Kanan's confidant, right? She, she seemed to be the most confidant esque for Kanan. Correct. Like she knew everything. And she was like, you tell me everything about the kid. Mm-hmm. And you tell me everything about what's going on, and then uh, you know well, she, like, has she the was argument. also the one that I, I she has the argument like she with Ezra. set up the bait for Ezra to take. Well, she's she made the argument. She had the argument with Ezra about they need your help. You need to go grab right. them right now. They're they're dead without you. And he's like, oh, I can't believe I'm doing this. And she's like, I can. Like, I mean, she knows what's up. Yeah, she knows what's up. So whether she's either just really smart and she's just not stupid. Or whether Kanan's telling her every single detail about everything, which is also possible, mm-hmm. or she's got something going on. Ethan, she's got a little anything to add? No, I think Travis covered it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. How about? I think Travis got it. We're done. Okay, let's go with Sabine. Sabine, I, I, she didn't. I, I didn't get much from her, but she seems like she's going to be really fun. Like, like I said, I think she's she she's potential got potential for me to fall for. I mean, she's she's obviously very tactically smart. Oh hell yes! The way she could, you know, just all of a sudden she took out the Tie Fighter. I was worried when Ezra got into that gunner seat that he was going to he was going to start shooting. Yeah, and start yeah. shooting and be able to shoot them all down. I thought, you know, here we go, Anakin again. Too soon. Too soon. It's wizard. Oh, now this God. is pod racing. No, I was so glad she came in and threw, you know, basically threw him out of the seat and took over. That was cool. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, Chopper. What do you think about Chopper? Get to the Chopper. Uh, R2.01 or whatever. Well, uh, Chopper is going to be version fun. One. And the, the, little, uh, the little short clips that I've seen of Chopper, uh, he seems like a super surly, angry, right. kissy, well, I do everything for you sons of guns. Like I, I have a feeling I'm really going to like Chopper. The way they describe we'll Chopper is, and Filoni said that if R2-D2 is a dog, you know, loyal and, you know. He's the cat. He's the cat. Right. So, I mean, and I Yeah, he'll cat. do what you tell him to do, but he's going to do it in his own damn time. And or his, his own, own terms, way. His yeah. terms, yeah. We'll see what happens. I have a feeling I'm really going to like him. I didn't. I didn't get to see that one part because there was – one of those minis right. where people have been talking about online where he's going back and forth between Hera and Kanan. Yes. And Kanan's like, go tell her to fix the drive. And, and she's like, go tell him to do the firing. And they're arguing back and forth. And then and he jumps one, on the gun and actually takes out the well, tie fighters. Yeah, he does it himself. But there's this one hmm. point where people have been saying. <laughs> he goes he and like, flips everybody he, off. Well, no, he doesn't flip everybody off. He does this thing where he goes. Bruh, 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 bruh. And they're like, if you listen to the cadence of how he does his little wop wop wops, it pretty much sounds like he's saying, "Go fuck yourself." <laughs> and and when you <laughs> watch <laughs> it and you listen to it and you watch it and you listen to it and you really do it, <laughs> when you're led in that direction, you honestly can. It, it sounds like he's going, "Go fuck yourself." Like and it's and it's awesome. It's really good. So I'm hoping <laughs> there's a lot more of those. Parts. Those moments. I liked I liked the little moment where Ezra was breaking into Kanan's bunk <laughs> to get the lightsaber and the holocron, and he's. Walking by, and he sees him, and he's like, "Oh, better get out of here quick! This is exactly what they want him to do." Yeah, like it was a little like 
it wasn't. It's like he st- almost started stopping, but then he was like, he was like, oh wait, Kanan wants it. Right. So he like got the hell out of the way, which yeah. I thought was cool. <laughs> and then I like the fact that when uh, when Ezra is supposed to be, you know, when Chopper was supposed to be watching Ezra, yeah, and, and he, he sneaks in. into his stomach, and he, oh yeah, yeah, and he, he sneaks he in, and they're like, well, like, Chopper. And Chopper was supposed. Well, Chopper was supposed to be watching him. Chopper comes in and he gives him this like rough thing with his arms. Yeah, he's like, "What the hell do you want me to do?" Uh, yeah, so I think I'll. I, I I hope that I'll like Chopper. I I like him so far. Oh, about Kanan. Kanan is my favorite character so far. Yeah, yeah. He's a strong character. I like it. He's, Very strong. He's character. my he's my Luke slash Han. Mm-hmm. So so far, I love Kanan's my favorite character. Yeah, yeah. I like Callus. Callus shows potential for being a foil. Yes, and and uh, and uh, uh, you know uh, a challenge. I wish you. The only thing I wish about Callus is that he learns how to shave better. <laughs> Come on, what, see that, hey, well, no, it, it goes, goes all the right, way down and then it dips just like a little bit. It I'm goes like, yeah, right with jacket. his helmet. You know what? It fits with his helmet. Actually, it does. It fits his it's, helmet it's, perfectly. It's so he Maybe has the helmet. helmet chafes, <laughs> and it's a way to prevent chafing. <laughs> The only hair that can grow is what's been underneath the helmet because he's. <laughs> um, I just wish I, I wish he would have had a victory first, you know. I, I I wish he. I like setting up defeat so that his. I mean, I I because he's obviously smart because he came in saying, "Look, you know what? If, the, if he's not stupid, right? It's if, just if he's they, up, he's a normal dude up against a Jedi. If somebody's it stealing this sense. stuff, mm. if, if somebody's stealing this stuff, and they you know, they've done it more than once." There's a connection, so they they and are actually and organized. He's setting up traps. Yeah. No, I don't think he's stupid in any way, shape, or form. I think he's up against a Jedi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's a well-trained soldier, but he's zero force powers, up against a Jedi. He's smart enough that okay, you know what? I better bring in somebody else that can he's handle. Straight them. up, he's straight up like I've I've set a trap for rebels. Normal rebels wouldn't make it out of here. Right. Uh, wait a second. I'm dealing with a force adept kid who I'm going to assume is this this dude's Padawan and a straight up Jedi. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, he gets. I mean, apparently he could see the force. So the force my two th- options are keep getting my ass kicked by a Jedi or bring in somebody who can fight against a Jedi. He could see that he's he, not dumb. He, he could see. Um, and he, I like that Ezra dude. was force adept enough. You know, yeah, to assume yeah, that. Did. Whereas Ezra didn't catch on. And for all we know, we saw we saw that he watched Ezra run away during that firefight. Right. When once, so first of all, he sees Kanan come mm-hmm. out and announce himself a Jedi. Right. Also, the lightsabers are thin, which are awesome. Yes. Uh, I saw somebody post online. I hate thin late lightsabers, and I immediately went, "You're a moron." Yeah, that's the, the way they were. Lightsabers are dope. They're badass. Go watch episode four, you idiot. Those are badass lightsabers, and I love that they brought back the thin lightsabers. Mm -hmm. During that firefight, after Kanan shows himself to be a Jedi, he he turns and looks and sees that Ezra is running off. Right. He obviously follows him. He was probably in the shadows following Ezra and saw him do the force jump. Right. So automatically, he's like, he's a Jedi too. Right. So he's like, oh my God, it's my lucky day. I have a a Padawan and a Jedi. Mm -hmm. So then he thinks he's going to catch him. And he's like, nope, you're not going to catch him because Kanan comes in to save him. Yes. But Mm -hmm. now he knows he's up against a Jedi and a Padawan. True. If okay. he's a moron, he keeps beating. No, no, I never said he's what's a moron. The, I just wish the definition, yeah. But like, what's the definition of insanity? Doing the, the same, same thing, thing over and over again, right. never changing yourself. He he recognized. If anything, it shows he's really smart. 
Right. He's like, dude, I ain't going to get my ass kicked over and over and over again by a Jedi. I'm calling in the reinforcements. Vader's not going to force choke me. <laughs> Hell no. I- if anything, it shows him to be smart. And I would and I would love to see him before like the uh, Inquisitor can get there. I would love to see him try to pull something off and actually succeed. Mm-hmm. Right. Cut them off at the pass at something and not let them do something. And then Kanan goes, oh, this guy's a little bit. But, I mean, yeah. What the hell is a what the hell is a trained soldier going to do against a Jedi and I mean yeah True. granted Ezra has no clue what he's doing but True. you know mm-hmm. Okay so what do we think of the ghost uh, uh, Was it's, it to me a, it's a it, honestly it's a ripoff Yes. Going back to the sounds, though, hearing the TIE fighters, hearing the blaster oh sounds. Oh, my God. Yeah. The, I mean, again, the, the soundscape is the best thing about the show. Even the, the distinction between the, the weapons, like, Kanan uses the straight-up light, uh, Luke's, or the straight-up Return of the Jedi-style blaster, uh, blaster. Blaster. Yes. And the the, uh, the Stormtroopers straight-up have yes. the, the standard-issue Imperial blaster. Um, Sabines uh, sound like, uh, like Jenga Fett's. Yes, they the, do sound like Mando pistols. Yes, um, the blasters on the ghost sound like not not like uh, Millennium Falcon, but they sound like like fl- freighter blasters. They, well, they're Carillion. Like, it's a Carillion ship. Yeah, yeah, and it sounds like heavy blasters. Though. Right, it sounds like heavy pumping blasters. It doesn't mm-hmm. sound like something else. Right, like, it's the the soundscape in this show is the absolute baddest ass thing they've got going mm-hmm. right now, and it's so cool, and I love it, and I'm so glad they went back to. The old school, like that old school style. Like yes. it was awesome. I loved it. Okay. Anything else you guys want to add before we wrap up? <laughs> really? Really? You you didn't like it that much? No, I liked it. No, no. I think it shows potential. It had some issues. I had well, wait, some what issues would you rate stuff. it though? If you if you're gonna give it, you know, out a of B. ten, I'd give it a, a, B. a, a B. I'd give I'd give it an eight out of ten. An eight out of ten B. Yeah. Yeah, it's not it's not bad. It's not amazing. It's showing good potential. As far it has as some solid characters, the 3D animation, it's not pandering. Mm-hmm. The animation I think is more fluid and more flowing than Clone Wars, which I like. Mm-hmm. But some of the stylistic choices they've made, I'm not a fan of. Did you like the Wookies look terrible? Did mm-hmm. you like the mixture of Macquarie art? Too? Oh yeah, yeah, hell yeah. That was uh, yeah. The more Macquarie, the better. Yeah, but that's because I'm an original kid. Yeah, I'd say B, a, a B, a solid B across the board. Solid B, yeah. not a B plus, not a B minus, not a C, not an A. Like it's a solid, you know, eight out of ten. It was yeah. a great first start, and it's like, okay, let's see where it goes from here. Yeah. To make any more decision on whether or not it be. Yeah, I agree. Good or not, you know. So yeah, if anyone else has comments out there that they'd like to make, if they think we're just completely full of crap. Uh, please let Which us know. Which we usually are, but right. Uh, yeah, go go to iTunes, leave a comment, podcast dot or podcast at nerdables dot com. Travis, you do have one thing that you want to add. Um, I do, and it actually, uh, you know, revolves around uh, Star Wars and what we've been talking about with Star Wars today. Um, if you're a friend of mine or a friend of the show, you might already know about it or might not. But uh, we'll post it on our Facebook, and we'll post it on our Twitter, and I've already posted it on my Twitter and my Facebook. But a visual effects artist who all of you guys will know as one of the stars of Ryan versus Dorkman, which was an insanely, insanely popular lightsaber fight, uh, you know, independent video that was made many years ago. 
they ended up making two of them, but one of the visual effects artists for those uh, shorts and one of the lead actors for those short shorts uh, is Michael Scott. Uh, he is the dork man part of that duo. Uh, he is an extremely talented visual effects artist who has worked on uh, Star Wars uh, jobs as well as a huge number of others. You can look him up online. He has a lot, a lot, a lot of work in the industry and a lot of stuff you guys probably all love. Um, but unfortunately, he was in a very, very serious uh, car accident. Uh, he was walking uh, down a street in Los Angeles uh, about four days ago, and a uh, car careened off the road and uh, pinned him against a wall of a building. So he is uh, currently in very critical condition. Uh, he has sustained many, many injuries that we don't need to address right now, but needless to say that uh, they were all life-threatening. Um, I can update his status for anybody who has not been kept to a, uh, abroad of it. Um, he was very, very critically injured. Uh, he uh, received trauma over the breadth of his entire body. But the biggest news that I can get every give everyone today is that uh, as of yesterday, which would have been Friday, uh, three days after his accident. October 3rd. The uh, doctors uh, took him off some of the medications they were giving him to try to bring him back to consciousness to see where his status was and to uh, take status of his brain and see what was happening. And he responded to instructions. So they asked him to move parts of his body, and he was very he was able to do uh, that in a limited sense, and uh, he was able to react to what they were asking him. So the biggest news about that is that uh, it looks like there's um, possibly uh, very little to no brain damage, Thank which goodness. is <laughs> huge. Um, and uh, I, I don't want to get too deep into it because I don't know how much I'm allowed to reveal. And I want to respect his family uh, the biggest amount. But uh, as with any kind of accident in this situation, uh, with how severe his injuries are, the medical, beer, uh, the medical bills are going to be astronomical. And so his friends have set up a GoFundMe website. Uh, if you guys know about that, it's, uh, it's, been, uh, it's, it's been rated on many, many places. CNN, Forbes, Time, USA Today, New York Times. Uh, it's it's a basically like Kickstarter. And it's kind of like a Indiegogo. Kickstarter. Yeah, it's a personal fundraising website, and people generally use this kind of website for um, medical situations. So he has a GoFundMe website set up. Uh, it, is, um, it is for Michael Scott's medical bills. Uh, I can say that he has a lot of really good friends and family, and the Star Wars community at large has been huge. They have raised over $63,000 so far for him, but the bills are going to be way beyond that. So anything that you could give, or if you just want to tell people about it, spread the word, just get the help to him that he needs. Uh, I know that his family will appreciate it. Mm -hmm. So we will put out his GoFundMe uh, website. So if you can contribute, we appreciate it. We thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Or if you can just spread the word, we'd really appreciate it because uh, he needs all the good vibes and prayers and uh, all, everything we can send him. So uh, thank you all very much for uh, your contributions and your help. And now we'll go back to happy times. <laughs> <laughs> no, so why don't you just go ahead and lead us out with that? Because that way you can give everybody the information where to go. and. Yeah. So uh, what you can do is uh, with any thoughts or concerns, you can always email us uh, at nerdables at 
uh, oh, you flipped it on me, at podcast at nerdables.com. And then as always, you can remember to listen to us on Stitcher Radio, which is a great way to listen to any of your mobile device podcasts. Uh, we are also on SoundCloud, SoundCloud, blip.tv, and iTunes at Nerdables. And please leave us a comment. You can always check us out on facebook.com slash Nerdables, and you'll find the GoFundMe there today. Also on Twitter at Nerdables Show. You can also follow me at Travis Jones 16 the number one six. Uh, I've posted on there about it. And then you can go to our website, www.nerdables.com, to listen to the podcast and catch up to any shows or any of our information or any of our articles. Thank you very much. Have a wonderful day. And for Travis and Ethan, I'm R.A. saying, may the force be with you. Ah!